This episode of Comic Book Junto is brought to you by Bear Fruit, a Philadelphia-based lifestyle brand dedicated to turning beliefs into creative action and inspiring others to do the same. Head over to bearfruit.com, that's B-3-A-R-F-R-U-I-T.com, and sign up for our newsletter. While you're there, check out our other podcast, The Beautiful Struggle, a weekly conversation series hosted by me, Octavius A. Newman, featuring various guests telling their origin story. Don't forget to grab some merch from our online store. As a reward for being a loyal Comic Book Junto listener, use promo code CBJ to get 10% off your next order. Bear fruit. Believe. Create. Inspire. Now let's start the show. To comic book junto episode 14 i am a host did you just open a drink yeah <laughs> yeah that was me i'm your host octavius a newman i am the creator of bear fruit and the person opening beverages while i'm doing my intro <laughs> is my co-host adam jungle cat Tetris. you hear that that's the sound of, that's the jungle cat sound I make. It's just an it's just an air horn. Or it's just an app on your <laughs> Well yeah, that's me that I'm I'm moving through the jungle. So when you uh, pounce, uh, it's like wah, wah, wah. Wah, 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 wah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm moving through the jungle, I'm all stealthy, I'm up in a tree. Where where is he? Where is he? And you oh, you hear that? That is the cry of Adam. <laughs> jungle book Tetris. Uh it's an air horn. Yeah. Perfect. Perfect. I bet you didn't know that I could make that sound with my mouth. I didn't expect that to happen at all. <laughs> so that was a, I don't know if it's a pleasant surprise, but I was no. surprised though. <laughs> <laughs> I appreciate you because you, you're honest with me. Yeah. Right. Right. And you can, you can give me support. It doesn't have, it, it can be positive and it can be support, mm-hmm. but it's honest. Yeah. So I want to, I want to just say, thank you, Octavius. Mm-hmm. I'm, I will change my ways. I will impress you someday. <laughs> it's all right. It's all right, man. Listen, it's all love from my side. How are you this week? I'm doing good this week. Yeah? I am... Actually, it's uh, kind of just itchy to get this show going this this week. Yeah, itchy? Why? You know? You, you mean I mean, like uh, we have a lot to talk about? Not like I was rolling around in the grass like a little kid <laughs> oh, after yeah. I was just playing outside. But <laughs> You're telling me that you're uncomfortable right now? No, I'm just ready to go. I'm okay. ready to go. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going to happen in the show. We put our notes together beforehand. I feel a little disheveled, kind of. Okay. I'm just like, man, I just feel like talking. Uh, I was, I saw Batman versus Superman. I did as well. I saw it on Monday. Okay. And I have felt itchy to talk to you uh-huh. since Monday. So let's just talk about what we're going to do with this. Yes. Um, we wanted to give, first of all, we need to both see the, see the movie. I've seen it twice. What? Yeah. You saw it two times. I've seen it twice. Okay. Adam has seen it once. That's right. Right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, now we've both seen it. We're going to do our- I can't believe you saw it two times. I did. Don't say anything. I'm, I have nothing Hold to say. It I just, I'm just saying, I'm expressing, I just can't believe- I saw it twice. That's six hours. Almost. I, I saw it twice. Okay. All right. Um, you needed that ultimate pass, my dude. Nah, nah, nah. <laughs> two is enough. You know what I mean? I don't need the ultimate pass. So- um, and we also, you know, wanted to give you guys time to see it. So 
We are going to record our one-shot episode reviewing Batman v Superman Dawn of Justice tomorrow. Yes. Tomorrow is Thursday the 31st, and it will be out on Friday, April the 1st. So that will have given everybody seven, eight days to go see the movie because, of course, this is going to be a spoiler-filled episode. Yeah. So we want to make sure that we gave people some time to actually see the show, see the movie. And also, sometimes you need time to just process and chew on what you saw. Especially a movie like this, everyone has an opinion there. It, it, I mean, we're going to launch into our news. We might as well get right back. And we're right going to launch it. into our news, and we have so much to say about Batman versus Superman. So I think it's appropriate that everyone has a little bit of time to just bathe in it, to soak it in a little bit mm-hmm. before they tune into their favorite podcast in in America. And uh, uh, and then after they tune into that one, then they tune into Comic Book Junto, <laughs> and then they listen to us talk about BVS. So America, we just want to thank you for tuning in. Yeah. Thank you for the uh, five stars and the positive comment. <laughs> we always you. appreciate you guys stopping through. Appreciate you, America. Thank you. You know, America, and not just America, the world, mm-hmm. the millions and millions and millions. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> of listeners, we love you guys. We appreciate it. All right, so can we get a soundboard? Like that get, would, is that you know what? Budget? Matter of fact, let's look into that. <laughs> let's look into seeing if we can figure out a way to actually Let like. Just, um, you I know, just wanna, I want to. I want to mark this day. It is Wednesday, March thirtieth. Today was the last day the comic book Junto kept itself together. Right, we've gone off this the rails. Is this, this is, is it. you know what, we're episode 14, you know what I mean? We're teenagers, we're feeling ourselves, we don't listen to our parents no more. <laughs> Get away from me, mom. I know what I'm doing. I'm 14. Yeah, you make me sick. You're embarrassing me in front of my friends. It's true. It's true. We're discovering things. We're discovering ourselves. We're discovering each other. We, you know, we're, we're we're trying to live it up. We're trying to be our best selves. We're listening to a lot of Katy Perry. For me, <laughs> oh, I'm listening gosh. to honestly, My Chemical Romance is on. Yeah, a lot. And my parents are thinking, is he okay? I'm not. I'm okay. fine, mom. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with me. That's what's up. I hate you. CBJ wait, is 14. Wait, what? what just CBJ happened? is 14. We turned 14 years old, and mm-hmm. we don't know how to act now. <laughs> All right, so let's get into this. Batman v Superman passes 500 million globally. So that for I a know movie, is a lot of money. That's a lot of money. For a movie that everybody's talking crazy about, it's awesome. It's terrible. It's kind of like everybody's just like all over the place. There is no definitive answer. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because you can find a horde of people who love it, and you can find a horde of people who hate it. But I know one thing that we know, a horde of people have gone to see it. That's true. And this is something that's really interesting to me, because the critical reception of this movie, without us even getting into it, right. is two things. It is very divisive, and it is also not great. Right, like people clearly disagree with one another. A lot of people liked it, and a lot of people yeah. did not like it. However... If we're talking critically, mm-hmm. it's not doing well as far as reception for like mass by media. critics. By critics, critics are going meh. Like if you talk to people, just people who've seen it, it's kind of split from what I've experienced. It's very split with the fan base too. You know, yeah. Batman, Superman fans. It's very split. And what's interesting to me is it has made so much money, a lot of money. It doesn't matter, right? They're and that's, gonna make another one. Like I'm I'm in a I'm in a position where it makes me wonder. I'm like, uh, this is not a great thing, right? Because the amount of money that this has made for the studio overrules anybody's opinion. I don't know if that's necessarily true. And I, I don't think, know. Like, why wouldn't you want to just make the same thing again? Make that money. Well, it's because, like, again, and we'll get into this when we do the one shot, 
when we 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 know from working at the fruit company, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Who's louder? The people who love it or the people who hate it? Well, always the people who hate it. People who hate it. Yeah. Who talks more? Who who gives feedback most? People who love it or people who hate it? It's always the people who hate it. So there could be like loads of people who are quietly loving it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Sure. But what we hear is, oh, we hate it, we hate it, we hate it, we hate it. Because normally people are louder when they hate something than when they love something. Speaking of, uh, that brings us to the fact that there have been a couple of petitions which have been raised against Zack Snyder, the director of the movie. And uh, I just, it, I know this is a, this a is little an bit example of, of exactly what we're talking yeah, about. Yeah, this is a little bit of a surprise, and I, I, I don't mean to disrupt anything. I don't want to put this on your table and surprise mm-hmm. you, mm-hmm. but people on the internet are mad, Octavius. What? They're, they're upset. People on the internet are actually upset? It gets crazier, and they're saying something about it. They have really? things to say. Yeah, through the have, keyboard? Through the keyboard, yeah. Through the wire. Wow. Mm-hmm. So there have been a couple of petitions raised against Zack Snyder. One of them I uh, think is pretty funny. Uh, folks have uh, specifically asked for Snyder to be taken away from the Justice League movie, which is going to begin <laughs> uh, production in April. I think April 11th, they start production mm. in earnest on the Justice League movie. And, and people who did not like Man of Steel and did not like Batman versus Superman want this man to walk away from the film. And it's got a couple of thousand signatures, but I... <laughs> I think that uh, uh, not... Zack Snyder has absolutely ruined uh, Batman v Superman. It's ruined my childhood. And I think the worst thing that could possibly happen is... Uh, excuse me. No, actually, excuse, actually, excuse me. I'm talking right now. Oh, so don't no. interrupt me. Oh, okay? No. Actually, he ruined my childhood. Okay? And he needs to be taken off Justice League and given it to someone who actually knows what they're doing. Thank you very much. That's all I have to say. Thank That's you. The, you. So you read the petition. That's the petition, basically. That is the petition verbatim. Uh, I <laughs> excuse me, like that, all of that too. Well, I was reading the petition actually, and I, if there was a moment, I was like, "Wait a second, did I write this? Wow, did I write this petition? <laughs> uh, I did not sign. Okay. I did not sign. They don't have solidarity from me, right? Uh, so, moving from the success of Batman versus Superman, five hundred million mm-hmm. globally, to the questionable success in that it's garnered enough attention to get a couple of petitions uh, against it and Zack Snyder to the fact that Ben Affleck... Wait, then uh, there's another petition. It's not only just that. There's the petition to get Snyder off of it. Yeah. There's another petition to get keep Snyder on it. Wait, huh? Yes. You didn't know this. No. So there's a petition both ways. <laughs> So some people are petitioning, get this dude out of here. Yes, yes, And then yes. there's another side who's like, come on, guys. Uh-huh. This was, I actually enjoyed this. So it's not like a, again, even the petitions aren't collective. There's both sides. Yeah. You got one team saying, nope. And the other team saying, uh-huh. I'll take and more of that. That's the, that is that is the internet. That's a microcosm. We've we've like captured it. Right there. This one shot's going to be good. Ooh. I've been holding it together. We're I'm holding it. not holding it together. People I'm like, have been I'm asking me, busting. Octavius, what do you think about it? And like, are you guys going to talk about it? I'm like, we're going to talk about I'm it. I'm breaking apart at the seams. It is very hard. We've had, Adam and I have intentionally kept it to like one word, one sentence. Yeah, we're not messages. talking about it. You know, we haven't discussed anything because I want all of it to be fresh for the podcast moving on you were saying ben yeah affleck. so ben affleck uh, reportedly wrote a script for an upcoming batman movie mm-hmm. w- which i don't even know if that's going to happen or how that works but ben affleck the batman himself yeah has written a script about batman which i have to say that's a very batman thing to do 
right? Yeah. Batman himself <laughs> writes a script about himself. Loving right. that. I really appreciate that. Right. Just like you said in, in our last episode, th- there is no Bruce Wayne. It's always back to Batman. Yeah. When Bruce Wayne is thinking about things he's doing, he's saying the name Batman. Batman, what are you going to do about it? So I, as far as I, I'm concerned, Ben Affleck is exemplifying that very well mm-hmm. by writing a script story, uh, about himself and all the cool things that he does. Yeah, he's working with Jeff Johns. Um, yeah. you know, he signed on at least to do the two Justice League movies. Um, and you know, I'm, re- I'm reading the headline of this article on comicbookresources.com, and it's <laughs> Ben Affleck has written, quote, a really cool Batman script. I hope so. <laughs> I just want it to be sold like that. Well, they're saying that he's gonna, if it all comes together, he's gonna write it, direct it. And star in it, obviously. Yeah. Writer, you know? producer, stuntman, director, lights, PA, intern, craft service table. He's mm. Ben Affleck everywhere. He's serving himself lunch. <laughs> He's on everything. He's Everybody on everything. Line. Yeah. I can't do the uh like the the voice from Batman Superman. I gotta work on that on my uh, voices. Oh, uh speaking of Batman voices, I have to say one of my favorite Batman voices of late was Will Arnett. Oh yeah, yeah. The Lego movie. The Lego uh Batman trailer came out, uh-huh. which somebody on Twitter told me about it. I mm-hmm. didn't even know it was out because you know last week we spoke about the the um the uh the logo for it was out. That's right. Man, that trailer is awesome. I'm so excited. I'm ready. Yeah. When does that come out? Uh 2017? I think that is February, yeah, February 10th, 2017. I'm ready. So we got a little bit of time, but the the teasers they've put out already are so good. Very funny. Yeah. He's and it's d- it's just him being awesome but not awesome at the same time. Yeah. Right? Like yeah, he's, yeah. And he's he's rolling with the Justice League. They're running into battle. He's calling he's he's talking to his uh, mom portrait on the wall like him hey, right <laughs> just got back from saving the day master oh, wait are you talking to your parents again no, <laughs> no i don't know what you're talking about it's so good and then he's microwaving dinner for himself by himself yeah he's so sad it's good, but <laughs> it's so in a it's, it's like it's funny though at the same time i can't wait it's that, good. See, that is i need that batman in my life i need for for the the grim Realization of Batman that we've that we're living with right now the the Batfleck uh, I need some humor injected in Batman yeah that's kind of like you know it's not Batman sixty six but it is another version of Batman because if you're a Batman fan you know there's so many versions there's Campy yeah. Batman mm-hmm. there's Biff Boom Pow there's Super Dark Frank Miller old pissed off Batman uh-huh. there's Batman animated series. And it seems like Lego Batman is a whole nother version of Batman that you can fall in love with, and that can be your Batman. Yeah, you know and he saying? and Lego version is aware of all of the different phases. Right, like he right. he's basically looking back and be like, yeah, I was fourteen once too. Yeah, and then that that was when I was that was back in sixty six, and I had a uh, uh, shark repellent, uh, and and, and I and, couldn't get rid of that bomb. I couldn't get rid. Of just that couldn't bomb. get rid of it, yeah. no matter what I tried. And I love the idea that it's just aware of the entire timeline. Like it's, it's made for fans, yeah. right? Like it is so made for fans. Looks super funny. I cannot wait until this movie comes out. Mm-hmm. Cannot wait. Staying with Batman news. Internet, I have some great news for you. You made a purchase. I have some great, great news. Mm-hmm. Got a new whip. Yeah. I, I saw you. You parked that outside. I saw me pull up in my million dollar Batmobile from the 
Yeah, Tim yeah, yeah. Burton verse. It takes sixteen parking spots. I yeah. feel like that. If PPA is going to be out. They're going to put you. Uh, uh, How they going? They're not going. They can't tow it. No. You know what I mean? That's probably the greatest thing about the Batmobile. Can't be towed. Right. What, are they going to give me a ticket? I ain't got no license plate on that thing. How you going to find me? If it, if it's the Batman or the Batmobile from Batman versus Superman, it will probably instantly kill the PPA officer. More than likely. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do it. Uh, Don't yeah. you do it. Don't put it on there. All one, right, one, I, million, I $1 million for a functioning Batmobile. But yeah, but seriously, this is, we're all joking here. But the I think it's the original Tim Burton Batmobile. Is for sale yeah. for a million dollars. So if you're out there and you need a new car, you know, you can go ahead and grab that million dollar uh Batmobile. It's huge. Like, look at this thing. Fantastic. It's, look how long it is. If you could drive that around, would you do it? Of course I would. Of course you would. You wouldn't be able to you can't take that anywhere in Philadelphia. That's not important. Yeah. That's not what we worried about. Look, if you have the opportunity to own the Tim Burton Batmobile, the Michael Keaton Batmobile, are you really worried about okay, hold on. where you're going to park this thing? We're looking at a photo right now of the Tim Burton Batmobile. And in yeah. the background, I want to point your attention to this person who seems to be washing a truck. <laughs> right. Like, why are you paying attention to this uh, uh, Tacoma in the back when you got the Batmobile? Just the hop in and ride around. Yeah. You know what I mean? Fight crime yeah. in street clothes. Don't you know at, at that point, you only, all you need to do is just show up on the scene. Criminals are going to run away. <laughs> you know what I mean? You don't even need to get out or rob you blind because clearly you had enough money <laughs> to buy the Batmobile. Hey, yo, yo, Tyree, come here. <laughs> this boy just pulled up in the Batmobile. Yeah. I know he ain't just pulled up in the Batmobile. You know he looks through the window. He's like, oh, he's got an iPhone 6, too. I'm going to take oh, yeah. that. I'm about to get him. I'm going to take that. Yeah, I'm about to get him. <laughs> Come off them keys, player. I know this thing ain't bulletproof. Mm-hmm. This ain't the movies. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's interesting. If you want to go out there and uh, cop yourself a new car, consider Tim Burton's mobile. Yeah, you, know you might want to actually sell uh, a copy of, of Amazing Fantasy, make a little bit of scratch. Yeah, a little And then something. spend that on, uh, on the Batmobile. Mm-hmm. I would do it. One of the biggest parts of... Batman v Superman that we know a lot of people love was mm-hmm. Wonder Woman. My favorite part of the film, I'll say nothing else, is Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. Favorite. I, I was so excited to see Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. So good. So we got some photos of the movie the Amazons from the upcoming movie, uh, the upcoming Wonder Woman movie. Yeah, and we've got four ladies. Um, in this photo, we got they're all uh, Wonder Woman, Queen Hippolyta. Uh, General Antipio, uh, and um, why did I even bother trying to? I don't know. I'm glad you're doing it because you know I'm not gonna try. Menelope. Uh, thank you, everybody. I'm retired. I'm there gonna, you go. I'm, I'm proud not of you. Attempt that again. But you did it though. But there, there are four women from uh, Themyscira, the Amazons, standing there, gleaming, looking cool, shining. Uh, a couple of observations. What do you notice in this photo? Uh, I don't recognize anybody but Gail Godot. Cool, 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 cool. Um, personally, I, Robin does, Wright is in there. She's in there. But I couldn't really make out any of the ladies' faces besides yeah. hers. It, just, it was almost just kind of like they all kind of just, I don't know. I don't know if it was the photo I looked at, the resolution or what. Um, it was Robin Wright from House of Cards. That's right. Yeah. Okay, so that's Frank Underwood's wife. That's right. Got it. Okay. Mm-hmm. So I thought that was her, but everybody else I didn't recognize. Second thing. I didn't really see anybody that looked like they were a person of color. And I, that literally made me go to think, 
Well, maybe I just don't know. Are all the Amazons white? Because I didn't read. I didn't read a lot of Wonder Woman, so yeah. I didn't. I wasn't ready to jump out of my tree and go like, "What is it?" Like, I because I didn't really know. Yeah. So sure. I was going to ask you, is that accurate? Uh, not really. There, there's, there's kind of a glaring omission in this photo, which I mean, I don't know. It's a teaser image, right? Right. Like it's been compiled to show you just a little bit of, of give a you a little bit. sum. But the thing is, is one of the people who is missing from this lineup is uh, Philippus. Okay. Philippus has been around in Wonder Woman since the '80s. I think like '85 or or maybe a little bit later than that. And she is a black woman. And she's also oh, okay. She is the right hand to Queen Hippolyta, and she uh, trained uh, Wonder Woman. She what? protects Wonder Woman. Wait. She kicks it with Wonder Woman. She's, I mean, she's an important part of Wonder Woman. She's been around for a very long time. Really, she's a beloved character, uh, and she's missing from this lineup. Well, maybe. Well, look, I'm see, I'm I'm trying to like assume positive intent. Agreed. You know? I want to assume positive intent, but as it's been pointed out uh, online, mm-hmm. in this. This teaser image, these characters that are here, they were assembled deliberately. Right. So you have to imagine that the people who are not in the image were omitted deliberately. Hmm. And I have to say, it's disappointing. It's disappointing. It's disappointing to see a team of superheroes, whether they're Amazons or wherever they come from, wherever this story is going, without a person of color. Like, let's... You and I have talked about this all the time. Yeah. We want to reflect the world as it is. Correct. Right? So it would be pretty dope to see Philippus in this lineup. Maybe she's in the movie. I hope she's in the movie. That'd be mm-hmm. really great. Mm-hmm. I will reserve my judgment, but I'm I'm saying, Where come she on. You, you couldn't put her in the, the promo? Well, I think it is smart to reserve the full opinions until we see how this thing's going to unfold. Because, yeah. I mean, aren't they shooting it now? I believe so. Yeah, so yeah. it's not like the movie's over and all decisions have been made. I mean, it it, it comes out in June 2017. So okay. I mean, we're, we we are a ways out away. there. Yeah. We're we, yeah, it's a ways away. Yeah, but, so you know, hold your horses, as they say. Yeah, no, not not time to jump out of the tree quite yet. Uh, as far as Wonder Woman goes, also really exciting news. Something that you told me just before we started re- uh, recording. Mm-hmm. Greg Rucka is coming to DC. To or coming back to DC, mm-hmm. I should say, to be writing Wonder Woman. Yep, on in, the DC Rebirth. On Rebirth. Yeah, and I think the last time I I can think of Greg Rucka doing DC work, or last stuff I have, he did a run on Batwoman, mm-hmm. which was really really cool, and I love Batwoman, and I'm very excited for Greg Rucka to have uh, his work back with Wonder Woman in DC. That'll be really exciting. Yeah, I love Wonder Woman. I love picking up those books. I stopped picking the books up. After uh, Brian Azzarello stopped his run, Cliff Chiang and Brian Azzarello's run on Wonder Woman is impeccable. Mm-hmm. And when it ended, it it's not good anymore. Yeah, it's, it's you real. told me you told me you were very, very upset. Very well, I don't want to say upset, but yeah. You, well, I mean, well, was upset the right word? I yeah, I was upset because it was a fall from grace. I mean, it's something that was so damn good week in and week out. And then, like, just gets fumbled so hard that 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 was upsetting. So I'm happy that Greg Ruck is going to come back to it because I think he is an excellent, excellent writer. I also think he has. This is an odd thing to say, but I think he's got a knack for writing women protagonists. He's good at it. He's mm. thoughtful. He's smart. He has been writing a lot of women protagonists for a very long time, and for whatever reason, 
he just kills it with that. So yeah, I think that's a great thing. It's smart. I'm very excited for that. Outside of that, DC Rebirth, I don't know anything. Well, do you want to... That's on our list of things to get into. So since you brought that up, do you want to just dive into the Rebirth stuff? Yeah, if we want to go there, we can, we'll can. spend a little time there, kind of wrap up some DC stuff and then move it elsewhere. All right, cool. So why don't you tell me what you know about DC Rebirth thus far? Greg Rucka is coming to Wonder Woman. Mm-hmm. That's it. All right. Okay. So, <laughs> so um, I've got it. It's uh, happening. It, it is I, happening. I do know this. It is happening. I know it's yeah. happening. It is going down. So, I watched the whole hour and some change long um, DC All Access Live Rebirth press conference that they did. In the, which they show off a lot of outfits and concept yep. art, the creative teams, that yep. sort of thing. Yep. They brought up a lot of creative teams. C2, okay. I think it was at C2E2. Okay. Um, so... It was, I mean, you know, it was just a fun thing to do because I like, I like checking that kind of stuff out. Mm-hmm. Um, so the way they explained it now, internet, it was an hour and some change. I did not memorize everything. So I have a couple things that stand out to me and I have an article here that I'm kind of picking and choosing information to speak from. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's kind of where I'm coming from. But I'm a fan of DC. Okay. I know that you're more of a Marvel fan than a DC fan. Sure, sure. Right? But I've got love for both. Right. So one of the things that they talked about is how this is not a reboot. Yeah. So I know all the comic book fans just went, oh, yeah, right. You know, yeah. but yeah, yeah, like yeah. they're they're saying this is not a reboot. Um, rebirth, it seems like they're saying this is almost like um a continuation with a purpose. Okay. A continuation of what's going on in continuity with a specific guidance and direction. Now, that's kind of what I got from it. That's kind of what I got with what they were saying. Mm-hmm. So they, they referenced like um, Green Lantern Rebirth. Yeah. How Green Lantern Rebirth is not wasn't a reboot, but it was more of like a honing in and focusing. Since when did we get so worried about people saying reboot? Like DC says it's not a reboot. Marvel... It just blew up the entire universe and made a ton of brand new universes. And they mm-hmm. say, this is not a reboot. Mm-hmm. When did we get so shy about saying, yeah, it's a reboot. We're just going to, you know, start fresh. Uh, what, I, what is this? I would assume that it probably has a lot to do with some of the fan service that brands have to do. It just feels so clever. Like, uh, rebirth. I know. I know what you're thinking. But it's not a reboot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, can we be real though? Like, if you're reinventing, if you're giving all of these new books and new characters and new trajectories, new stories, new costumes, like, uh, do we do we have to mince words and say it's not a reboot? Doesn't matter. We, I know what this is. I mean, to me, like, you know what I'm recognizing though. I'm recognizing for me personally. I don't know why, but I just don't carry as much like frustration by people doing what they do. I agree. You know what I mean? I'm, like if I'm you want to reboot or not reboot or rebirth or whatever, the, put a re in front of whatever you want, tell me some good stories and give me some good art. That's all I don't matters. care what you call it. Yep. You know, as long as I'm having fun every Wednesday, you can call it whatever you want to. Mm-hmm. Like whatever you got to do to continue to be inspired and innovate and keep bringing me the dopeness, I'll take it in whatever way you want to package it as long as I'm continuing to enjoy it. Mm-hmm. Um, so, Here's a, just a couple bullet points, a yeah, couple things. Me. Give me the highlights. Um, Your highlights. You so, tell me how you're feeling. So, number one, my man, Batman. Okay. 
right? Because we know that's my go-to. He's probably got a thousand books. He's got a few. He's got a handful, right? Uh Um, So Scott Snyder is no longer writing the main Batman book. He's no longer writing that. Greg Capullo is no longer drawing the main Batman book. Okay. So um, the person who's writing Batman is Tom King. Tom King. So I can't say that I know a whole lot. I know a whole lot about Tom King. I do not. But, you know, so that's who's writing Batman. Is Snyder coming back? So. For anything? Snyder is coming back. And Snyder's coming back for something called All-Star Batman. Okay. All right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the way he described All-Star. Well, first of all, Snyder is exclusive to DC now. Ah. He's like signing an exclusive DC contract. So he's only working with DC. He's writing All-Star Batman, which... Remember back in the day, we had All-Star Batman and Robin, which was Jim Lee and Frank Miller. That's right, right yeah. So now he's taken over. And it seems like, when I, what I remember, it's going to be twice monthly. Okay. Um, now, again, internet, you can fact check me here. But it's going to be twice monthly. And he's going to have a different artist at different times. So what he described it was Mad Max, Truckers, Cross Country, Batman, and Two-Face. Okay, sure. Yeah, I'm, so, I'm in. I'm all on board. So I'm like, okay. You said there's a that. lot of words that I like. That was a list of things that I, that I like. Right. Um, so moving on, Batgirl is leaving Burnside. Okay. And she's going on to do some other stuff. Okay. Um, we're going to find out the Joker's true name. No, let me stop you here. No. We're going to find out the Joker's true name in Justice me, League number 50. I'm going to let you finish. I don't need this. Why would I need this? I don't need this. What why do you mean why don't his you just, true name? Why don't you just let them tell you the story? No. Look, here's the why? thing with the Joker. The Joker the, the Joker has more origin stories than I have t-shirts. He has that's a part of his thing. Like I, I that's showed up multiple times where you're like, look, what is actually real about the Joker? That's an interesting aspect of the Joker. I don't need to know what his muggle name is. How do you know you don't How's this going to work out? How do you know you don't need to know that? Joker shows up on the scene. He says, hey, Brucey, guess what? My name is uh, David. Hello, Bruce. <laughs> I'm, done. I'm done. I'm out. How are you? I don't need. That's, a, that's a good. That's not bad. I'm trying. That, that, that's a very good David impersonation. But I just <laughs> of David, don't yeah. of David, aka Joker. Right. Now, what I'm saying is, I wh- why do we need this? Why I don't want his real name. Ak, I don't want his real name. Adam, don't want it. Why don't? Okay, so we don't even need to necessarily go into all the different comics. Nope. Let's kind of spend some time on this because this is going to lead. We are going to pick this up in Batman v Superman. I'm telling you, our one shot. But uh-huh. this is the thing for me. Yeah. Y'all have heard me say, if you've been listening to this show before, let the people tell you the story they want to tell you. That's fine. It, it, I, think, I think you rob yourself of an opportunity to enjoy something. Expectation really affects the way you're able to appreciate something. But, I, but I'm, I'm, I'm also, I have to choose the things that I want to read. And right? when it comes to comic books in particular, mm-hmm. I have a very real budget. That dictates what I pick up and what I don't. Sure. Right? So I do need to be a little selective mm-hmm. about, a little discerning about the, the titles that I pick up. So when somebody says, 
we are we're going to spend time on giving you the uh, origin of the Joker. But we're that's gonna, not what they said. You said we're going to give him his real name, Adam. Do you know what the book is about? I don't care. I'm not. I don't want. I don't want his real name, Adam. I don't want it. May I ask you a question? But here, here's here's the deal. This is Adam. This may is I ask a, you a question. It, it, just a moment. <laughs> okay. Hold. Keep that in your back pocket. <laughs> Got it. This is a branch connecting to a larger tree, which has deep, deep roots. I think that there is an obsession with explaining things that don't need to be explained. And some of that, I believe, ties into the reality in which media is created such that it it believes the audience is stupid, right? So when I give you the origin story, when I tell you how the beginning of things were, it's because I think you need that information in order to understand how we got here, that we we don't trust you to be able to suspend your disbelief. Basically, Young Metro doesn't trust you. Young Metro doesn't trust you. And then give the origin story of Young Metro right. and how he learned to stop trusting you. <laughs> right? Uh, why doesn't Young Metro trust you? This is, I want to now. I want to know why does Young Metro have trust issues? The only like that's origin. good. Like that actually. I, is there a book about Young Metro? We, that's, yeah, that's the only origin story I want. You know, that's you want, the only why doesn't story. Young Metro trust you? I w- I will read that comic book. That's true. And if Young Joker Metro, turns out to be Young Metro, I'm, I'm going to lose my mind. <laughs> Young Metro, thank you for listening. We yeah. appreciate it. We know you're listening out there. With thank DTS you for the five stars and the positive comment. Appreciate that. Hey, um, we'll give you this idea. We need a comic book of Young Metro. We need his origin story to figure out why he doesn't trust anybody. Yeah. And why does Future feel so like personally responsible that he has to take you know almost like a vigilante type action yeah. if Young Metro doesn't trust you? <laughs> like, he pulls out. A weapon and, yeah. and, and strikes you down if young Metro's like that one. I don't trust him. Metro Boomin, wow. Yeah. Uh, look, I'm going to wrap this up. It all, I'm just going to say this. So I know this is going to come up in, f- in future episodes. We will have this conversation again. So I'm just going to put my, my stance here, out here right now for everyone, myself included. I, I am willing to occupy a story without needing to know exactly how we got here. And I really loved Mad Max Fury Road because that movie never really stopped to say, oh, we, you probably need an explanation, don't you? Right? And I, I don't need an explanation. It's why I love The Wire. It's why they don't spend that much time telling you everything about every single character and where they come from. And it's also why I get frustrated when we get reboots and remakes of horror movies when they want to explain like, hey, look, this is why Jason is this way. This is why Freddy is this way. This is why these characters are this way. I don't need that. Just tell me an exciting creative story. You don't need to take me all the way. And this is an assumption, but what I fear is we're going to spend a lot of time talking about the origin mm-hmm. of the Joker. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying... Tell me a more interesting story than that. Okay. Because I don't care if his name is David. What if it's Jill? I don't know. Mm-hmm. I just don't care. Okay. Now, I do hear what you're saying. You, you had an idea in your back pocket. I yeah. asked you to put that in your back pocket. Do you have it with you now? I still have it. Okay. I do understand what you're coming, where you're coming from. And you're allowed to like what you like. And you're allowed to not like what you don't like. Yeah. Well, look, the internet will decide. Whether if or not. you're right or not, <laughs> whether you're or not, allowed, I'm allowed. Yeah. yeah, yeah, but I mean, and in all seriousness, no, I get you. I understand what you're saying. Like you're allowed to have your preferences and your opinions, and whatever the case may be. And with that being said, part of what I'm almost like not petitioning for, but like honestly, I feel 
I'm I'm scared. Okay. I'm scared that you, internet, and you, Adam, uh-huh. might miss out on something really good. Uh-huh. Because because I made up my mind. You've already made up your mind <laughs> that oh, I don't want that. that, that uh, uh, and you it's like, hey, 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 hold on. Sure. I know it smells like a bad experience, uh-huh. and I know it reminds you of so and so and so, but it's a level of self-awareness that goes, you recognize you walked in with those bags, right? Yes. It's not necessarily that this did that to you. You walked in with those bags. Because I say we're gonna find out the Joker's real uh, and you're you're off. You're gone. And uh-huh, it's like, well, uh-huh, slow down. Uh-huh. I didn't get the whole sentence out, number one. And number two, in what context? Why is that important? What does that matter? Like, we love this stuff. Uh-huh. And I that are telling you the stories. I think that lack of trust, it's almost like a relationship. You it know is. what I'm saying? It is like a relationship. It's like if you say, ask someone, yo, can you cook me something to eat? And you're over their shoulder the whole time. It's like, well, you want to cook it? <laughs> or you want me to cook it for you? I'm sitting over here. I'm cooking this stuff up for you. You know what I'm saying? Look, I'm just here. here. I'm just making sure you don't put anything that I'm allergic. I to. get it. I'm like, oh, is that cumin? Uh oh. I don't like cumin either. <laughs> uh oh. But what I'm saying is a little bit more merciful, a little bit more hands off, and be served. Sit at the table. Yeah. Pull your phone out. Check your email. Hop on Twitter. You know. You, you, you know, let, let they got the placemat laid out. They got the silverware. Let them cook. Smell the fumes. Read the articles. Read the news. Let it waft in the room. Yeah. And then when they lay the plate in front of you, take out your knife, take out your fork, smell it, put your napkin in your shirt, cut you a piece, <laughs> wow. eat it, take that bite, chew it, take a little sip of something, swish it around, yeah. put a little combination together. And then tell me what you think. What am I doing after this dinner? Tell me more. This sounds good. <laughs> Dessert. You know what I mean? I look, I, I receive you feel what I'm saying. I receive your feedback and your suggestion. I I agree with you wholeheartedly. Sit back and get let them serve you. Let it's, them serve you a plate. I do believe additionally to that. No, hold on. Let me not, just let me say this one thing I sure, forgot. Of course. I'm not saying you have to like it. Yeah, okay. I'm not saying Important. you have to like it. Yeah. But I say, I, what I am saying is let them put the plate on the table. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like, because if you're screaming in the kitchen, what are you guys? It's just like, goodness. Yeah. I was going to try something new that you might like, but now I'm scared because screaming at me. So I'm like, because uh-huh. one day you're going to be the creative, not you, Adam only, but you, yes, you, no, yeah. but internet. One day you're going to be the one in the kitchen. And you wouldn't want someone to respond that way preemptively. Right. Now, if they hate it and they spit it across the room and not flip the table over, well, maybe you might not put so much salt in it because that person got, you know what I mean, high blood pressure. Sure. You, know, you learn. Sure, sure, this, sure. This analogy is going very far. It is very exciting. <laughs> Comic Book Junto is brought to you by uh, one of those companies that send you ingredients to make a dinner, I guess. Right. We're looking for sponsors. Yeah. Hook, hook us up. <laughs> I Look, I agree with you. I, I agree with you entirely. I say additional to that. Not counter to that, but additional to that, it is okay to have a discerning palate. And the only way you can have a discerning palate is by experiencing a wide variety of things. Certainly. Including things that you don't think you will like that might surprise you. Sure. Including things that challenge you and you need to spend a lot of time on. Mm -hmm. I am reacting to information preemptively based on assumptions 
I've made myself into a buffoon. Nah, I don't. But think what I so. want to say, but you just we're we're having we are having the conversations that we've been having on the phone for years in public. That is correct. That's that what is this correct. Is. What what I want to say is I I am wary of origin stories. I am I'm more excited. My attention is peaked for other varieties mm, of I, stories. Fair enough. That's it. Fair enough. And this may be totally separate from this book in which we find out that Joker's name is Naven. It, it, it could be completely Well, separate. Bruce, it's always been Naven. <laughs> so I, knew I didn't it. want to tell you. I knew it. But you know. I yeah. I knew it. I knew that. Hey, did you know that Joker did have a name? Uh, well, he's had names, but there was a point in time uh, when his name was Jack Napier. Jack Napier, yeah, from the Tim Burton movie. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. So, like, they've, been, they've we've walked down that path before, and it's interesting to me because that name shows up every once in a while as like a send up. Yeah, but has never been properly identified as him. Right. And I think in Killing Joke in Arkham Asylum, like on his cell, it says name unknown. Mm-hmm. Which is interesting. Because yeah. if Alan Moore doesn't know his name, who knows his name? Right. I don't know. And I think it's fair for you to say, you know what? I'm just not into Greek food right now. And if I smell Greek food, I'm good. <laughs> I'm no thank you. Uh-huh. And that's okay. It's all right. Like, it's okay to be like, you know, like, and I think that's a great piece of feedback because mm-hmm. we don't want to demonize people who don't like certain things. Correct. You know what I mean? Correct. If you don't like something and you're expressing that you don't like it, I don't want you to feel like you can't do that or you're somehow... Like less of a, you have a, 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 some sort of inferior palate. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's all, you, you say, look, I'm not really digging this and this is why. Cool. And then somebody else gets to say, actually, I'm pretty into this and this is why. Cool. Done. That's the experience. Right. That, 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 that conversation. Yes. So I'm fine with that. So I think we're going to cut down this news because we've just spent. Uh, okay. Look, look, let, let, let's just discard a couple of items here. Okay. The Gambit movie got delayed again by. There it is. Talked about that. <laughs> uh, um, Fred Armisen is going to be the voice of Krang in the new Ninja Turtles movie. How do you feel about that? I'm super into that because that I like Fred Armisen like and I like Krang. He's hilarious. Yeah. He's the best. He's yeah, awesome. Yeah. And now I have many more reasons why I think I want to go and see that movie. I'm going to, like, they've sold me. Because remember I said how much I didn't like the first one? Steady. Yeah. I'm in. Okay, now you got me. I'm really into you that. Know? I'm excited for it. I think it, it understands what it is. Yeah. And it is not ashamed of that. Right. I'm ready for it. Uh, Reebok. They're, oh, making yeah. the, they're making the stompers from uh, from Alien. So those are the sh- those are the like super high top shoes that Sigourney Weaver's character had <laughs> in the in the like um, super high top like these high tops go like all the way up yeah. to the calf yeah like, they're, they're some tall ass shoes man they're tall yeah so April twenty sixth those are going to be available Google Google what those are if you don't know what they are, are you gonna you gonna get a pair no sir are you a sneaker guy I am a sneaker guy but my budget isn't yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm me personally, sneaker guy. I am. Hey, meet my wallet. Not right. A big sneaker guy. <laughs> yeah, my budget's like, nah, son. <laughs> he revealed a new photo of Arseface from mm. Preacher. He showed a photo of what Arseface will look like. You and I specifically talked about Arseface and what Arseface will look like yeah. in the new Preacher show. Yeah. I have some trepidation. I know that you are excited. How do you feel about the photo? That thing is terrifying difficult to look at it's terrifying so as far as that goes yeah let's not talk about how his face got like that for those that don't know yeah you don't want to ruin it uh-huh but it's like okay uh, or that's cool it was like oh gosh and mm-hmm. that's 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 about right so yeah 
I think that's an appropriate response. Fun to look at. No. So it makes me wonder how that's going to integrate into the show. But I think that is the sort of teaser image that's going to give you an idea of how far they're going with the show. Yeah. And it seems like they're going all the way. One last piece of news. Were you a Voltron fan? Uh, such that there, we, we had a concert at Indy Hall not that long ago uh, here at Studio Indy Hall. Mm-hmm. And there were these boys who were, who, were, who were coming and playing. They did a DJ set. Both okay. of them like, uh, curled over their, their table and they're mixing and scratching. It was so much fun. And they said they didn't have any visuals with them. They're mm-hmm. thinking, well, I don't know what to put. We put this projector screen behind them and they're, they're, they're turning it up. And I just put on the Voltron movie. Mm. The old, like, Voltron motion picture. Yeah. Synced up perfectly. Looked dope. All the lines forming up. Yeah. Voltron goes with everything. Everything. Well, apparently it goes with Netflix as well. Yes, it does. Because um, on June 10th, we're getting a exclusive Netflix series, Voltron uh, Legendary Defender. Are you excited? I'm I am. excited. I am. We I watched the- that little teaser before. It looks good. Yeah. Coming together. I've used Voltron as a as like an analogy many times about doing more together than you can do by yourself. Just form up like Voltron. It's the perfect it's the perfect example of like unity and community yeah you know what i'm saying and like everybody's not good at everything yeah but if you take what you're best at then partner with partner with someone else who's awesome at your weakness you can do great things yeah so i'm excited to see what stories they're going to tell using you know the 2016 version same of ultron and and it visually looks crazy there's a t-shirt somewhere that i need to get my hands on and it's the wu-tang clan as voltron what? So it's like RZA and Jizza and ODB and Meth and, and like it's like I, they're just all formed up like Voltron, mm-hmm. uh, which I love. It's not the affiliates. If it was the Wu affiliates, then Voltron would be eighty six pieces. <laughs> You're like that don't look like a lion anymore. Uh, but I've always wanted that T-shirt. I love that T-shirt. I think it was from a show poster they did. Mm-hmm. I want that. I love Voltron. I'm excited for more Voltron, and I hope I it love holds Lamp. up. Yeah. yeah yeah i'm in brick are you just pointing at things and saying that you love them <laughs> i love lamp i love lamp all right so now let's talk let's talk about um let's th- let's not talk about let's talk to yeah. the people yeah who have talked to us talk back via the internet with the power of the internet we've formed up like voltron and you speak to us and we are going to speak back Again, thank you so much for the people who submit questions. We are sorry that we can't get to all of them in the show because we want to try to keep the show in a reasonable time. Mm-hmm. So we try to like Bunto at barefruit.com. That's B3ARFRUIT.com. Send us an email or shoot us a tweet using hashtag AskCBJ. Yes. So we're going to go through a few. First one, I'll read this one because this one directly is to you yeah. pretty much yeah, because yeah, yeah. you're the resident person who's really into this. That's true. So, Ben Sutton BSP at Comic Book Junto, how do you guys feel about WrestleMania coming up this week? Hashtag AskCBJ. Oh. My answer, I don't know nothing about it. Yeah, nothing? No. Have you ever watched WrestleMania? Yeah, like yeah. back in the day, but I'm so, it's like a soap opera that, <laughs> or TV show <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Yes. I have no clue who anybody is or what's going on or what's happening. Yeah. Uh, okay. Answer your question. And by the way, thank you so much for bringing uh, wrestling news into this because I think it definitely has a, a piece of geek culture. Of, of I the agree. Scene. It's got I a agree. piece of the pie. I'm just not, I'm just not in it. Sure. Um, understandably. I am incredibly excited for WrestleMania. WrestleMania is my favorite holiday. 
You of told the me year. that. It is my favorite holiday. I, I don't think a lot of people that. look at it as a holiday, but you, sir. I do the whole you day. You do. And I, it, it represents so many facets for me. I don't always keep up with the weekly shows, Raw and SmackDown. And I know WWE has their network and NXT and like all of this stuff that they do is so, so cool. But I don't always keep up with it. Mm-hmm. But WrestleMania is when I get it condensed like a perfect nugget of just joy and nostalgia and i always spend wrestlemania day with a lot of the guys that i grew up with in my hometown we gather around we forget about what age we are what Mm -hmm. responsibilities we have what obligations are coming up Mm -hmm. and we watch wrestlemania and we we make a pool where we're saying like who thinks uh undertaker is going to win again who thinks uh, Cesaro is going to stay in the Royal Rumble? We just no, have so no much clue fun. Who, in, who Cesaro is. Cesaro, by the way, trained at Chikara with Chikara, no. which is where you and I took our classes. Oh, okay. Yes, yeah, so Cesaro spent a lot of time in Philly, and now he's a he's a WWE superstar. He's amazing. Well, that's awesome. He's amazing. We trained among legends, Octavius. We were wow. in the we were in the squared circle with the spirit of legends. Uh, that maybe that's a little preemptive for Cesaro, but I think he's got, he's on his way. He's, he's terrific. I love him. So I'm very excited about WrestleMania. The ticket is very exciting. Although here's the thing. Basically everybody's injured. So like all the people you get excited to see, they're all hurting and that's interesting. And, uh, I'm sad to say that I will be missing it live Usually, I watch it on Sunday, but I'm going to have to watch it on Monday this year because I have some very, very big uh, business to attend to Mm -hmm. instead, sadly. So I hope everybody in the world is enjoying it. Please don't tell me whether or not Undertaker wins because I got to catch that, John, on Monday. The internet might tell you. It's my favorite day of the year, man. Stay away from the internet. I'm going to be vibing with all of our wrestling fans on Sunday. I'll be with you in spirit. Think of me. Uh, in the squared circle, having a good old time with you. So I'm pumped. So there's that. Uh-huh. Uh, we also got... Let's move down the line. Move down the line. Move down the line. It's the uh, next one. So... Yeah. Um, Mojo Husband. Right. Yeah. So, yeah. DC characters' costumes continue to be more functional, but Wonder Woman is being changed back. Why devolve? That's an interesting question. Uh, shout out Mojo Husband because I I really I really like this question. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's that's something that you need to observe and actually sit on and stew with a little bit and, and, and be curious. Like I noticed that we're going one way, but this one thing seems like an artifact. It's going the opposite direction. What's up mm-hmm. with that? Mm-hmm. Do you have any opinion on why we would get all these new costumes for DC heroes and yet Wonder Woman would go in reverse? Well, I think that. They're at least the way it feels. I don't want to put anything on hmm. um, him, but at least the way it feels, it feels like it's positioned as though that's a negative thing. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because I haven't read the book. Mm-hmm. So it's very hard for me to have an opinion because I don't know why her costume is the way it is. I don't know why her costume was the way it was before. Like we cracked the joke before about, you know, you know, Arctic ice Batman Volcano costume. adventure Batman. Yeah, like yeah, we have yeah, yeah. no... Like the action know, figures and stuff. The, the costume might have something to do with the story. It might not have something to do with the story. So um, as much as I want to have an answer, my answer is, I don't know. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I would assume that 
there's a reason for it, but it would I don't just don't think it'd be fair to the creative team for me to start spouting off about what I feel about a book I haven't even read. But I'm excited to read it. Yeah. You yeah. know what I mean? But I just feel I feel like it would be something that if we choose that for the book of the week, um, I think those books start shipping in June or July. You know, we choose that for the book of the week. Yeah. Then we can like read it, look at it, see what's going on, give it a couple issues, and then kind of come back to this and then go, here's how I feel. Yeah. I I, I think it's an interesting question primarily because Wonder Woman has has controversial costuming and anytime anything happens with wonder woman's costume it's controversial there are people like myself who love the classic wonder woman outfit and then there are some people who think it's a little too scantily clad i I was watching justice league war i think one of the animated movies Mm -hmm. the other day uh cleanse my palate from another dc experience i had in the week (laughs) and i enjoyed it and Wonder Woman in that movie, Diana has a very different outfit. She has uh, full leggings. Mm-hmm. She has basically like a bodysuit. Yeah. And it, it looks like it's maybe a little super suit kind of thing, mm-hmm. almost like a Batman kind of situation, but yeah. with a Wonder Woman flair. And I actually did a double take. I was like, whoa, is that Wonder Woman? Yeah. I didn't actually know it was her. Her hair was different. She was wearing everything differently. And I think that's interesting because I don't believe I'm the only person who has that experience. Mm -hmm. And I believe that most people recognize Wonder Woman's classic costume and know exactly who that is. It's branding. It's branding. And then maybe her newer outfit just didn't resonate as hard. Well, that's just what happens. Also, look, we bowed you and be like, Wonder Woman, you know Wonder Woman, you know Wonder Woman. Right. So it makes a little bit of sense to me that she would go, quote unquote, in reverse and give her her old costume, her classic costume back. So that way we get kind of excited. Like, okay, I know who this is. This this comic book character looks like the person who's coming to the movie, vice versa. I'm ready. I'm excited. And also, you also have to keep in mind, fan service. You know how we are. You know how we are. We're never happy. You change something. To exactly what we asked for, well, it doesn't have to be exact. I think it's a little too on the nose. What? Like, we're going to find a way to complain about it. I know. You know what I'm saying? So I think, again, this whole conversation about DC Rebirth and even into the costumes, it kind of goes back around to the same thing of, I think we got to loosen our grip. Okay. On these characters. That's one of the things that we said back in the day. Like, this is about sharing. Mm-hmm. This is not about ownership. Mine, my Batman, my childhood, my Wonder Woman. It's not yours. It's ours. Mm-hmm. These are all our toys, and we're all on the playground playing together. Yeah. So when someone else has the toy, they're telling their story, and they're playing with the toys. Yeah. So part of enjoying the story is, okay, let me at least see what you're doing with it right? before I you know, have this huge opinion about it. I haven't seen the new costume that, that Diana's going to be rocking for rebirth. If it's mm-hmm. like the classic costume that I'm really into that. Um, um, okay. I'm looking at, yes, yeah, she, she looks like a warrior, like an Amazon warrior. I'm, yeah. I'm really into that. And, uh, last thing I will say about wonder woman, this is sp- specifically to you, 
at, uh, uh, Mojo Husband and to anyone else who is a Wonder Woman fan, or if you're not, I highly recommend another podcast. And I recommended this to you. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. There's a podcast called good. Imaginary Worlds. It's done by a guy named Eric Malinsky. It's fantastic. And they deep dive into a lot of geek culture stuff. They did an episode not too long ago, maybe a few weeks ago, called Imagining Wonder Woman. And they that talk a about episode. the like, meta history, the, the narrative history of Wonder Woman. It is fascinating. You will not regret listening to that episode. It will make you love this character like you didn't know. Yeah. It's great stuff. So yeah. check that out. I'm definitely going to check out the rebirth issues, mm-hmm. especially if Raka is on it. Yeah. No doubt. No doubt. Um, and uh, last question. Yeah. Um, from at Rabble underscore Ruffian. First of all, like that name. Mm-hmm. I like Rabble it. Ruffian. I don't even know what it means, but I, I like know, it. No, I'm just into that. That sounds like a superhero in itself. Yeah, yeah, yeah it does. Rabble Ruffian. Yeah, that's good. Rabble Ruffian found us not too long ago, immediately picked up Power Man Iron Fist. Right. We saw that on Twitter. Really hope you enjoyed the fiddle faddle out of that book. Yes. I believe that you did. Yeah, she was she was she seemed pretty excited. She seemed pretty, you know, into it. She's like, I'm gonna binge Nowhere Men. Yeah. So we're gonna have to touch She's back reading on that. Nowhere Men faster than you are, Octavius. She was ready. You put me to shame, Marble <laughs> Ruffian. Slow down. We're happy. We're happy to have you with. Slow us. down. Why don't you? You're making me look bad on my own show. Okay, wait, 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 CBJ. Where does a new comic file start? Is there a comic universe spark note? <laughs> DC for dummies, maybe Marvel made easy at Comic Book Junto. Yeah. That's a good question as well. Good question. Uh, Part of the reason why we started this show was that reason exactly. Yes, it is. Yes, it is, because we want to be able to introduce new stories to new fans. Yes. Um, and look, here's the reality. I don't necessarily think that I'm a new fan of comics, but almost every day I become a new fan of a character I don't know anything about. Mm-hmm. Almost every episode. Just talk to the people who, who you know like comics. Yeah. No matter what, no matter what, always the best solution is talk to someone else about for them. Mm-hmm. So that is always, always, always going to be the number one best option. Right. The other thing and the cheat that I will use, especially when I want to know more about a character coming up, mm-hmm. I'll Google it. I'll be like, best Iron Fist books. Yeah. Like and, I'm watching I'm watching Daredevil. Yeah. And I was like, I need to read The Punisher. Uh-huh. Google best Punisher run. Yeah. And you're definitely going to see a couple of the same books make an, an appearance on multiple lists, mm-hmm. regardless of who writes about it. Everyone has an opinion about what makes the list, right? Yeah. But you will almost always see the same couple books show up list yeah. to list. Grab those. But for me, for my money, as far as I'm concerned, the only way that I would like to learn about books is by someone's personal recommendation. Mm-hmm. So when I walk into Brave New Worlds... I I say, look, I, I just want to know more about Punisher. Please make a recommendation. These guys are going to talk me through it. Right. And the same goes when I say, I just finished this run on Daredevil. I loved this. What else like this do mm-hmm. I need to be reading? Yeah. And they'll give me a recommendation. Yeah. So in the meantime, I don't know if there's a DC for dummies. There probably is. Well, one thing that I think is a great place to start is Marvel Unlimited. Oh, yeah. Marvel Unlimited is either, I believe, $100 for the year or $10 a month. And it gives you access to pretty much all of Marvel's library. So much. Up to um, six months ago or six weeks. Is it six months or six? Six months ago. Six months sounds right. Yeah. 
So you get everything besides the most recent six months. Yeah. So you can literally type in anything. You can type in Punisher. Broop, all the Punishers come up. Yeah. They're, Daredevil, Deadpool, Captain America, anybody in Marvel, you type their name in, you can look up, you can look up artists, you can look up illustrate, I mean, artists, illustrators, writers, you can look up the creator's names. Yeah, and that's for Marvel exclusively, exclusively. but I believe Comixology has a similar thing. Comixology is another like online uh, digital comic marketplace. Mm -hmm. Um, so Comixology will give you even more publishers than Marvel. Yeah. Marvel does a really excellent job with it, especially when movies and stuff are coming up and they say, hey, get caught up on what you need to know. Exactly. And they usually run sales around that time too. Yeah. So they put a good foot out as far as that goes. So I think Marvel Unlimited is a great thing. Yeah. Um, and follow us during Books of the Week. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Books of the Week. That's that's why we have that segment. Because mm-hmm. we conversation, we're like... How does the guy who used to read comics get back in the comics? Do mm-hmm. they walk in the store? Ding, ding, ding. Um, hi. Uh, da- Daredevil? <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? Like, or how do you introduce your girlfriend or your it's boyfriend or your whatever? Uh-huh. So we wanted to create a place where you could be add value to that experience. Make it fun. Make it entertaining. Make it funny. But at the same time. Make it clap. Make it clap as well. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> but that's why we try to stick with number ones and then kind of build our way along so that anyone could jump in at the beginning of an arc or the beginning of a story and go, I need no background. All I have to do is read this book yeah. this Wednesday and come in and have a conversation with my friends on Comic Book Junto. Mm-hmm. Boom. Yeah. Stick with us. Stick with us. You're going to be fine. So every time we do a book of the week, you know you're going to get something good. Right. Wink, wink. Which <laughs> Wink. It's a little teaser about today's book of the week. We might as well get into it because this is the last segment of the show. So this week... Our- you want to give me the pull list first and then we'll end on that one? Oh, okay. That one. <laughs> so um, this week, I didn't get a chance to buy any comics. <gasps> didn't get a chance to buy any comics. What? I went to the comic book shop. I was only going to buy our book of the week because it was a very light week for me. And it I'm, is a very light week. I'm behind on a lot of other comics. So in my mind, it was like, what's the point of buying? I feel like Moon Girl, I, Devil the, Dinosaur. The, the, the feeling I have right now, Octavius, it's like seeing somebody outside on Christmas day and this person, Hey, Hey son, don't, don't you have a place to spend Christmas? Don't you have <laughs> a ham to eat? Well, no, I don't because <laughs> I went to the comic book store and I went to go pick up the book of the week. I was yeah. going to go. I was going to buy one book and one book only. <laughs> yeah. And that book was Power Lines. Power because, Lines. Because, like I said, we like to start off with number ones. Because there are other books that Adam and I are reading. And, you know, we're up to date. We're staying with them. But we didn't want to, like, spring that on you guys and go, yeah, go read nine comics like we did last week. And it did not work. Yeah. So I went in, Brave New Worlds. I was like, hey, what do you guys know about Power Lines? And they're like, we know that Adam just bought the last one. <laughs> I was like, "What? <laughs> yeah, he just left. You just missed him. I, they didn't. They didn't carry a lot of them. There weren't very many on the shelf. Well, that's my pull list. Uh huh. Zero. So that also made my pull list because I bought it. Yep. Uh, there it is. I will say I did buy Captain America uh, number seven, which I'm very excited about. Mm-hmm. Celebrating 75 years of Captain America. It's always fun to buy a book that large too. That is a very thick comic. Yeah." Saga number 35. It's always a good day when Saga comes out. So I'm very excited for Saga. 
Not much else to say as far as that goes. And power lines, number one. Let me tell you a little bit about power lines. I read it. Did you read it? Did you check that out? Nah. Talk to me about this. I'm going to keep it real with you guys. <laughs> Can I be real, internet? Can I give y'all the truth of the matter? The truth. Uh-huh. Like I said, I picked this book because I was like, fine, let me pick a number one. Yeah. If you guys have heard me in the past talk about how I get into comics and how I read comics, one of the things I used to do back in the day was artwork. I used to buy comics purely off of artwork. Yes. Purely, purely off of artwork. Adam was reading the book when I came in Indy Hall and I walked in and he like, I said, how is it? And he's like, uh, I don't know yet. I'm halfway through. After he finishes, he hands it to me. I look at the cover. I open it up. No. I close it and I hand it back to him. I was like, I'm not reading this. Yeah. I was like, I'm not putting myself through this. Just like that. There's nothing about the book that interests me. Like artwork turned me off so much. Well, let me, let me ask you, what led you to pick this book? Something led you to pick this book for book of the week, other than it being completely random. It was completely random and it was a number one. That's it. I was. I wanted to try something. I mean, new. like I was under the impression that you there was a decision, there was a deliberate nature to this. Well, I, Power Lines is billed as a story about a kid who gets superpowers, but he only gets the powers when he is in a very white, wealthy neighborhood, and he's a black kid. Mm-hmm. So the idea is like, all right, he gets powers. He's a black kid. He shouldn't quote unquote shouldn't be in this neighborhood mm-hmm. but when he's in this neighborhood he gets some abilities right so i thought of course octavius would pick a book like this well i well i read that i saw that and i was like oh okay cool. but again it just so happened to be a number it one. wasn't why i picked it i was uh-huh. like okay this is a number one i read the little thing i was like all right cool I didn't even barely see the artwork. I just picked something. So this this book is coming to us from the writer and illustrator Jimmy Robinson. If you've heard the name Jimmy Robinson before, it's because he had a very long run on an image book previously called Bomb Queen, which I discovered while I was reading Power Lines. Bomb Queen is not my steez. That's not nor mine. That's that's not really my thing. Um, I did discover as well. I'm opening up Power Lines 1. Uh, created, written, illustrated, colored, and lettered by Jimmy Robinson. Jimmy, where's your team? What? Why? I mean, I, I so much respect for someone who hustles that hard. Yeah, that's, that I work, mean, that's but, a lot. That's a lot. But, you know, that's DIY for sure. Where's your team? Um, I'm, and then I read the book. What did you think of it? You read it. I didn't. The the artwork, like you mentioned, doesn't do anything for me. Mm-hmm. The writing and the dialogue doesn't necessarily do anything for me. The story is interesting to me in that I think there's potential to tell a story that has to do with race relations. And that could be an interesting story. And that could be, I mean, we talk about race. We talk about uh, um, acceptance and... and uh, um, discrimination and you know we we have these conversations in our show you and i so i thought maybe this is something that's gonna you know be important even if it doesn't necessarily look great or sound great but judging from jimmy robinson's previous work and judging from this first issue i don't think this is for me and the i don't know it's just whack like it's 
Yeah. And some kids go into uh, uh, some white town so they can paint up the town, tag it with graffiti, so that way they become known. Mm-hmm. And uh, then the cops find them and chase them around. This one kid is cornered by the cops and ends up like, like springs into the air, like, oh my God, I, I like flew. What what just happened? And as it turns out, there's, there are these secret ancient power lines under the earth that gave him abilities. And then uh, a native American man is, is tracing him and he knows something. And I don't know. I, I, mean, I was just not into it. You don't got to like everything. And I'll be honest with you. I thought maybe this could be something that I would like something that would be challenging because it, it very, very frankly expresses characters who are racist. Mm-hmm. And I thought, all right, we're, we're going to work through this. We're going to see where this goes. This could be important. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily know if that's, I mean, I, Martin Luther Martin Luther King Jr. is quoted on the front of the book. Right. That's bold. That is bold. You put MLK Jr. on the front of the book where like praise might be. Mm-hmm. Be like, this this book is that's it. This is a good book. But instead it's a quote from MLK. And I feel like that says a lot, but th- I don't know if the comic says a lot. I don't know. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna pick up number two. Yeah, I'm not going to pick up number one because you bought it. Yeah. And uh, that's Book of the Week. Anyway, yeah, I, I, this was a funny experience. This was a kind I mean, of a weird Our Book of the Week's not always going to be like, just because we buy a book doesn't mean it's going to be awesome. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And I do not regret buying that, this book and that's the, the truth. Of, that's the truth of the experience of comics. Sometimes you pick something up and you're like, yeah, I'm not into it. You don't have to keep picking up. A, look, let me just release you from any kind of pressure you feel if you're new to comics. Yeah. If you start picking up a book, and you don't like it, you don't have to keep buying it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, you can, and that's what we used to do back in the day. Your friend would buy a book. Yo, let me check that out. You flip through it. I don't want this. You know what I mean? And then you just hand it back to them. Yeah, that's right. Man, I got a lot of questions about this Bomb Queen book. Like, what is going on? I don't Bomb know. Queen. Let's talk about Book of the Week for the next. Uh, the, we, we got a whole nother kit and caboodle for next week because there are so many books that come out next week. Yes. We, we got our hands full. So here's what's coming out next week that we would like you guys to add to your pull list because we want you to have them for the future so we don't have any kind of like dry weeks for Book of the Week. That's right. The following books have the comic book Junto seal of approval, and we want to be talking about them in the future. It behooves you to get these books. Right, because you don't want to be scrambling to get a book, and um, you know we're talking about it. Uh-huh. So next week... The book of the week will be Black Panther number one. Ta-Nehisi Coates. That's what... Oh, speaking of which, <laughs> tell, okay. tell, tell the internet that story real quick. Uh, Marvel came out with a book this week, and that, that book is a collection of, of previews of books that are coming up very soon. And in those previews, whoever was doing editing for this book, for Marvel, spelled Ta-Nehisi Coates' name wrong. That's egregious. I feel uh, like that's a that is a big mistake. Ahisi. It says Ahisi Coates. It's like that's a huge mistake. No, I, a huge. I gotta say, I again positive intent. I feel really bad for the person who who messed that one up because that's embarrassing. Yeah. And that is just not a good look. Be like, yeah. hey, Tanahisi, welcome to the team. We got you something. Ahisi. Oh, no. Ahisi. Yeah, it doesn't matter. The book's gonna be great. Yeah, I think it's gonna be good. So, yep, that's the book of the week for next week. Mm-hmm. While you're at it, pick up Black Widow number two. Yes. Okay. 
pick up Old Man Logan number four, uh-huh, uh-huh. Spider-Man number three, and Star Wars Poe Dameron number one. Oh, yeah. It's Poe Dameron Day. Yeah. So all of those books are going to be spread out as books of the week over the next couple of weeks. That is true. So, yeah. you know, we may have something where... You know, we don't have a book that we like, so we'll pull out one of those old books and we'll talk about that. So grab those. And um, I think that's the show. I believe that is. Oh, 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 oh. Uh, I want to go back just a second to the pool list. It, it was a really light week this week. Not a lot of new individual comics came out, but there is something that is notable worth mentioning, especially for anyone who is a new fan of comics. Paper Girls Trade Paperback came oh, out yeah. today. Get that. Brian K. Vaughn and Cliff Shang. Paper Girls trade paperback is out today. Image paperbacks, when they have their first volume, are only $9.99. It is $10 for some of the best comics that have been coming out for the past few months. I love this book. I really think if you like comics at all, if you're curious, check that book out. That is notable. Paper Girls is awesome. That's what I got. I think you'll enjoy it. Uh Uh-huh. I can't wait until next week, but I can't wait until tomorrow. Batman when, v Superman. We talk. can talk Batman v Superman. Special cloth alert. Yeah, special cloth special alert. Special cape alert. Tomorrow, I'm pretty sure this is going to be uh, Octavius v Adam. <laughs> A war zone. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it. I cannot wait. Seeing this movie has put me through so much stress, and I, I think we're going to, we're really just going to unfold. We're going to bloom. I think you and I are going to grow together mm-hmm. as friends. Our friendship is going to level up, and we, we have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've had some hard conversations, but never quite like this. Well, we don't know yet. We'll see how it goes. <laughs> All right. Tell people where they can find you on the internet. You can find me on Twitter and on Instagram at Adam Tetris, A D A M T E T E R U S. I tweeted a little bit about Batman versus Superman. Maybe don't read some of those old tweets. Don't read them, Jones. Don't read those old tweets. Don't read reviews. Yeah. Don't watch trailers. Uh huh. Don't listen to other people's opinions. Log off the... No. Uh, well, okay. Download Comic Book Junto and then log off yes. the internet and go, you know, uh, go dark. Watch the movie, then listen to us talk about it. That's correct. Don't let other people's opinions affect what you think. Create your own opinion, then come back uh-huh. and have a conversation about uh-huh, it. Uh-huh. 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 Where can people find your opinion, Octavius? Um, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat at Octavius A. Newman, O-C-T-A-V-I-U-S-A-N-E-W-M-A-N. Follow me on Snapchat, guys. Yeah. Snapchat's fun. I talk about Comic Book I talk about Maverick Thoughts, the other video series that I'm doing, talk about the Beautiful Struggle podcast this week, um, episode 14, Andy Minio that just dropped today, Wednesday the 30th. Mm-hmm. Awesome pod, awesome podcast. Um, yeah, I just you know, and I'm also going to start giving stuff away. Oh, I'm going to start doing little, uh, little fun little stuff on my Snapchat. So, yeah. Octavius A. Newman on Snapchat. Um, if you like this podcast, leave us five stars and a positive comment on iTunes. Subscribe, rate, review on iTunes. Mm-hmm. Share this with somebody. Yeah. Please do share this podcast with someone else. You feel would, be, would appreciate it. Um, follow us on SoundCloud. We're on Overcast. We're on Stitcher. Um, yeah. Continue to keep the conversation going. Comic book junto at barefruit.com. Mm-hmm. Use hashtag AskCBJ to ask us questions. Um, this podcast is a product of Barefruit. 
You can check out Barefruit information, barefruit.com. The other podcasts, like I said, the other um, video series as well. Sign up for our newsletter. Check out our store where you can buy merchandise. We're going to be putting up new merchandise, guys. In the next couple months, I'm committing to try to do one to two new things for you guys to check out on the web store every month. That's, That's the exciting. goal. That's very exciting. That's the goal. Yeah. Might, always, might not always be a big thing. Might not always be an expensive thing, you know, but I want to be able to put consistent things up because... You know, I just feel like I can do better with the merchandising side of things. I can't wait until CBJ gets some merchandise on the scene. Hey, raining like a John out there. That's what it says. A rain like a John shirt? Raining like a John outside. (laughs) On the other side, it says use John responsibly. Come on. Yeah. Come on. Get it together. Uh Come on, the guy over here with the... uh, And uh, he says to me, the guy, he goes like a... uh, It's it's a rain like a John? Huh? This guy. Couldn't really go this episode without... Uh, What are we talking about over here? This guy, he says says to me, John, he's raining like a John? Get this guy out of here. Hey, Vinny, how'd you get in here, man? Hey, uh, don't worry about that, all right, pal? Okay, Okay. I've got my... uh... My ways I do things then. Uh, matter of fact, uh, shut your mouth before I smack you and don't talk to me anymore. Okay. Say hello to your mother for me. All right. All right. Uh-huh. Good to see you. Good to see you. I think that's it in the bag. That's it. That's comic book junto. All right. <laughs> <laughs> that's it. There that's we all. go. That's Until all. next time. Peace. Oh,